Dude, I have devil's toenails right fucking now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the greatest podcast on earth about nonsense. I am Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metalworks, joined by my co-host Roy the Psychopath Scott from Vintage Axe Works. This is the Axe and Iron Podcast. Roy Scott! Fuck yeah, yo. What's up, dude? I've been working, motherfucker. Um, oh, I see that. Um, I, and I do want to report that I've got everything but one piece this just in this just in breaking news we have every piece except one done for blade show and it might one. and it might be in the mail i haven't checked the mail if if evan's sent it up this way or not oh something so, you and evan are collaborating on again yeah we did two of them we did um that crazy uh, fire axe that cliff dufton and john ariani forged uh-huh. uh and he did the engraving on it and then i wanted not a matching set but something kind of cool and similar or whatever so i did another fire axe i did a laminate handle with epoxy and he engraved um like a traditional rose tattoo on it oh. it's really fucking cool so something that he's never done something that we've clearly never done together yeah so you know just something a little different something cool fresh whatever um, very nice handles all done the hang is done. All I got to do is just get it in my hands, do the final hang, put leather on it, and then bickety-bam, done. So I was talking to our buddy James Fleming today. Yeah. He calls me up, and he's like, hey, yo. How, hey, yo. How, how are you doing on like Blade that. shows? Well, I know he doesn't. Like, like every, <laughs> yeah, everyone, like every, that's my voice for everyone, right? <laughs> Except me. You go, hey, you guys. Such an idiot. But uh, he was like, yo, uh, how you doing on Blade Show stuff? I was like, I'm done. And he's like, I'm not even close. I got Did this, this, this. Did you guys have a table together or next to each other? Or am I like, no. no. I thought you guys had something relatively close. Tell me the difference because I see people saying the big room and the mm-hmm. small room. That's a really good question. And um, I've only been to Blade Show twice. Yeah. So this will this will be my third year. Yeah. And and just from me being kind of a newbie at it, it already feels like they've fucking outgrown this venue because the big room is the main room. Yeah. And a couple of years ago, they ran out of space there, so they have this auxiliary room. Okay? Yeah. And it would be okay if they were kind of attached, but they're not. There's this service um, hallway between the two, where like you yeah. know for like utilities and that sort of shit. Okay. But in order to get from one door of the big room to the other door of the smaller room, you got to walk like a fucking like a half. I'm exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really fucking far away to go. And here's the other dumb thing. There are several doors that go into the small galleria, but there are like security attendants there. Like you can't go in this way. You got to go in the main fucking. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, It's so dumb. But whenever you leave that room, you can go out those doors. You just can't go in. And I know what they're trying to do. They're just trying to minimize people like sneaking in and fucking doing whatever. But logistically, it's not a very good setup. They need one big giant fucking room and they just don't have it. Interesting. They are max capacity. They're yeah, they're I think they're beyond max capacity. Is this actually at in Atlanta? 
It's north of Atlanta. I mean, it's just uh, easier to say. I mean, it's like the suburbs. It's called yeah, the, yeah, Cobb, yeah. the Cobb Galleria. And it's a really um, nice venue. And they got this beautiful hotel and everything attached to it. But, like, the the just the room itself, it's, it's just not fucking big enough. I can't wait till Blade Show's over. Uh, me, too, me too. Just so we can stop talking. About it. Uh, dude, it's such a big event for so many people. Me included. It is. I see, dude. My entire feed is ready for Blade Show. Ready for Blade Show. Blade Show. Blade Show. Blade Show. Blade Show. Blade Show. Speaking of which, I unfollowed a bunch of people the other night. <laughs> well, one thing that's really cool about it um, is the people that run the. Ins- I think it's. Um, I think at one time it was uh, Melissa Backwoods. Or- Pure Michigan Melissa or whatever. She was running their Instagram account. Um, But if she is or not now, it doesn't matter. The point is that whoever's running that account does a really good job of reposting people's material um, on Instagram. So it's, you know, it's really helpful just to kind of bring awareness, who's doing what, where they're going to be located in the room. Yeah. So all all that stuff is helpful. um, And they do a great job of it. So shout out to Blade Show, whoever's running that fucking Instagram account. Thank you. I still don't know if I'm going to that thing. I'm going to knock your fucking head off. I'm serious, dude. It's expensive to drive all the way out there, especially with fuel being fucking $6 a gallon now. Is it really 6 bucks at your all's place? Or you're Saw just... it this morning. $6 even. No Six way. Zero, zero. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to drive to New York this weekend. It's going to be like, I filled my truck up the other day. It was like uh, $123. Totally worth it. From empty to full. Yeah, and I'm like, I got to do that three times to go up to New York. I'm like, well, there's fucking 375 bucks down the drain. You know, it's like, not down the, well, literally down the drain. Yeah. But I'm going to have a good time. But still, now tack on another uh, three and a half hours to go to Georgia. And you're talking like 500 bucks just to get down there and then probably 500 bucks to get back, obviously. Listen, you can't put a price on friendship, fuckface. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> Absolutely, you can. <laughs> if anybody's going to do that, it'll definitely be me. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> asshole. I don't even go see my brother when I'm in Texas. I'm like, sorry, buddy, you're too far away. I got the gas money. <laughs> Maybe I'll go. I don't know. I'm definitely not riding with freaking frack, though. I'm going to drive. It's going to be by myself. I don't even know what you just fucking said. I'm not driving with freaking frack. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matt and Jillian. Yeah. Jillian. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They're so, rocking and rolling on their pieces. Well, that's what good. I want to ask you about. Yeah. Are they are they doing something special for the show? Is Ilya doing something special for the show? I mean, he's I- just he's just making his normal stuff that he always makes with uh, roses and violins. Yeah, but last year scrolls. that sword was fucking over the top. And no, they're not, no sword nothing like that. No, nothing like that. Okay. Nope. I think Matt's just focusing on his journeyman shit, and he's got two other knives that he's going to do, and then Ilya's making two pieces, and that's it. Hmm. That's it. Hmm. I wonder why they're not entering. They just, like, already won, doesn't matter well, now? Well, yeah, that and Matt is focused on his journeyman shit. And Ilya is more focused on the AKI show in Las gotcha. Vegas in October. That's more important to him than Blade Show because AKI is mm. big, 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 Paying big, customers. big time. Yeah. So, but I think the two pieces that Ilya was working on, he told me this morning, they're already sold. So really? Yeah. Good for him. He's not even done with them yet, but, um, yeah, that's enough about that. What maybe about I'll, you? What's going on? Mowing the yard? 
Yeah, I just got done mowing. I love my mowing. No, what did I do? Uh, I had a busy week this week. I had uh, what what day is it? Today's Thursday. Thursday. I had a gentleman uh, by Stop the name smacking of your fucking Noah hands. from It Helps Me Form Thoughts, Roy. That's how oh. rudimentary you are. I know you don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> Noah from Smiling Wolf Workshop. Uh, we met him at the yeah. Uh, he bought the shop in a box from me. So he drove down from the Eastern Shore. Awesome. And picked that up. Uh, also. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. Although I'm going to give him shit because he showed up with uh, crappy straps like everybody who comes to mm. pick up stuff. Mm-hmm. So he said he, he's actually coming to New York this weekend. So he'll be bringing me some straps. No, I'm just I'm just messing with you. I love you, buddy. But you had shitty straps. <laughs> and... <laughs> He did make it home though. I checked, to make sure he made it home, and every, nothing fell out of his truck. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I've got some exciting shit going on that I really can't like fully disclose yet, but it's some stuff came from overseas that I'm working on. What? Uh, I don't even know about this. Yeah, you know about this. I think you know about oh. this. Maybe you don't know about oh. this. Oh, oh, I, yeah. I know about that. I thought you were talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. something else. No, no, no. Some really cool and exciting shit that I'm working yeah. on. Talk as uh, much about it as you can. That's about all I can say right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, until I get further along in the process. It's just tool-related stuff. Anybody that knows mm-hmm. me knows it's tool-related. Um, but, yeah, I'm working on that shit with a friend of mine. And, I don't know, things are going good. I got a, a bunch of stuff cleared out of the pavilion. The pavilion's open back up now for Matt's storage, um, which is good because we're bringing more shit over here. Um that is very hey, big and heavy. Speaking of your shop, are you ever going to finish it? Yeah, yeah. Once, like, uh, like yes, give me, yeah. give me, a, give me a percentage where you all are today on completion. Fifty. Fifty. That's fucking it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got a roof. There's God, you fucking lazy schleps! Come on. We gotta put walls up, man. Lumber's expensive. After blade, we'll probably crank on it. Uh. No, not that not directly after blade i'm gonna say like august september because i'm gonna go okay. fishing and you know june and july is pretty much x'd out yeah. every every book every every calendar date and my buddy uh my buddy restores uh vintage jet skis i think we talked about this yeah we my did yeah. yeah we're gonna go rip around very shortly because the weather's warming up and the water level's perfect so we're gonna cool. go do some island exploring out on the jet skis and go do some Jet ski fishing. Um, Ooh, that but, sounds fun. Yeah, so, man, that, this shit is fun. So dial me in on geography. How close is the river to you? Uh, eight from miles. Door, so, okay. So you, from door to launch, you, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yep, yep, 10, 15 minutes, yeah. So how far up and down the river do you think you go? So from the furthest point, how uh, much river do you think you cover? Three miles. So a mile and a half up and a mile yep. and a half down. Yeah. Yep, That's it? That's it, yeah, because it's so like pristine in those little sections. Mm-hmm. It's like quiet. There's no road noise. You don't hear no people. Like you don't have to go far. That's why I'm so spoiled by it, man. That's why I can't I wait bet, to yeah. go out. It's because literally, in it's a, not an exaggeration. When I get in my truck in 15 minutes, I'm in like paradise. Yeah, <laughs> and we got a pole in the water, and we're already catching fish. Like it's just that quick. And I so got just, dialed in. The boat ramp's really, really nice. They did a really, really good job on it. They just That's redid nice. it like like two years ago, and they put a nice 
big freaking parking lot in where it used to just be dirt and gravel and they actually put a blacktop parking lot in that's like two levels they put actual boat parking and then mm-hmm. actual hairy homeowner bike rider parking mm-hmm. um yeah it's just nice man and you don't have to you don't have to go far at all it's right on the maryland virginia border so one side of the river is virginia and one side's maryland and you just mm-hmm. chill on the islands in the center and the so, water level is like anywhere between i think right now it's high at the boat okay. ramp because I mm-hmm. have the the uh, depth. Um, what am I trying to say here? I got the app on my phone that tells me the depth of the, the water. The gauging but, station. Yes, yes, it actually is at that boat ramp for the state of Maryland. That's, and it was, that's really nice. So deep was six foot. That's like okay. super super high water level right now. Six foot okay. deep. Uh, and usually we go in when it's like two two and a half feet. But at its deepest point, it's only like ten foot in like this one deep section of flat water where there's no rocks or anything and so is it is it like pretty rocky and like rapidy or is it like wide open no it's pretty rocky and rapidy and and then there's uh you know there's sections where you have to really be careful and know know the river but Mm -hmm. i've just been up and down it so many times i know exactly where i'm going and i know where i can rip it and where you need to slow down and pay attention but sure yeah, you know, a lot of these guys just go out there and hammer it. I mean, the boat Bust ramp prop is up. called yeah, the boat ramp is called Point of Rocks. <laughs> like that's, that's the reason it's called Point of Rocks because off of the boat ramp, as soon as you look to the right, there's just these giant boulders coming out of the water, like mm-hmm. they're huge. And I use those as depth gauges. Like when I go out there, if you can see like just a little mm-hmm. bit of the stone sticking out, you know you're good. You can cruise anywhere. But if you go yeah. there and like 50% of that boulders out of the water, you know, it's like too shallow. Be careful. Yeah. Be careful. But when, this, when we're on the Put a jet motor thing, on it. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm going to get a jet boat one, one day soon. I've been looking at them. That's funny because I was just looking at them like two weeks ago, but they're so damn expensive. But I Dude, just want I'll, one like, I want one like my bass tracker that I could just beat the shit out of. Like I paid $900 for my boat and I could just like, yeah, that's if it, nothing. If it blows up tomorrow, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what size motors on it? A fifty. A fifty horse on a little. Yeah. Yeah. Your ass is fucking hauling. It, it does like thirty-five with with like three people in it. But that's about yeah. But that's like coming. being on a go kart, fucking wide yeah. open. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fun, man. I like it. But I bought it at an auction for nine hundred bucks. It looked like a piece of shit. It was filled all the way to the top with leaves and what kind like, of auction? Like a police auction? Like no, someone no, no. was murdered it was in it? A, no, it was just a uh, like a farm auction, like the auctions they have around right. here. And it was cold, and people's brains don't. Yeah, they're dumb. Like lawnmowers are five dollars when it co- when it's cold, and snowblowers right. are a hundred dollars. Yeah. When summer gets here, snowblowers are five dollars, and lawnmowers are a hundred dollars. So, so it was winter time. The boat only brought nine hundred bucks, and I took it home and freaking went through the carburetors, took it all apart, cleaned it up, and fired up. And I was like, "Damn!" So how deal. long have you owned this thing? It's funny. I just got my uh, 10-year registration in the mail wow. the other day, like saying I've had it for t- since, what is the date? Yeah, I guess 2012 I bought it. Dang. So I just got my like 10-year stickers on it. Um, yeah, I've got my $900 out of it. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I did like the – I re- and it was sweet because the boat is like a 93 – but the trailer mm-hmm. was like a 98 or something. So the trailer was like mint galvanized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the trailer didn't go to that boat. Okay. And they just put it on there to sell it. Well, the trailer was like brand new. But anyway, I, I had like very little money into it. I had to put a couple uh, plywood boards on on it. And 
That's pretty much it. I was like ripping on that thing like one week after I bought it. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. So out west, they like jet boats are a huge thing because they yeah. run up like you know the Snake River, fucking yeah, yeah, um, uh, the Clearwater, and the, and it's full of fucking rocks and rapids. Yeah. And they can take those boats in like a foot of fucking water, just Less like than that, full some of them. Yeah. I mean, and those boats are fucking crazy expensive, yeah. especially like if you get ones with the uh, like a canvas cabin on it so that people can go steelhead fishing in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Dude, they're like crazy money and they're all yeah. fucking hand tigged together. I mean, it's I've just, looked at them, man. I looked, I've looked at boats the same size as mine. Mm-hmm. that are jet and they're called i want to say they're called rock busters or something like that where they have three quarter inch thick aluminum holes on them yeah and dude the same size boat as mine was like 45 grand for like, your base model just entry level <laughs> and then they went all the way up to like 75 grand because i've seen some guys out there on the islands with them i'm like damn those boats are badass they're, they got like 200 horsepower jets on them, screaming screaming up the river and i'm like no, I'm good. I'll stick to my $900. <laughs> I'm like, here's, that much money? I'm like, screw that. Here's what you do. You take yeah. one of your boys' fucking jet skis, yeah. take your outboard off, somehow yeah, fucking rig it that. up. Look, I, look, I already went on YouTube. There's guys with my exact boat that do that. Uh, oh they my do God. that you conversion. You have to do it. have to do they it. They do it. Um, there is, if you want to go down a rabbit hole for the listeners out there, there is a very, very cool... Um, I can't think of. Actually, let me see if I can pull it up right now. There's these guys in New Zealand that make jet boat kits. And oh, okay. you can get little tiny aluminum hulls that usually fit one to two people. And that's it. That's all the room. These boats mm-hmm. are like seven foot long, if that. Some of them are like six foot. Um, are they just for fun? or they They're just boats for or... fun. No, they okay. are literally just for fun. And what they do is they will put them in a creek at the base of a mountain and ride up the mountain in the creek. That's awesome. And I mean, they are freaking flying, man. And um, the guy that I used to have a ski and the guy that bought my ski was buying one of those conversion kits to do it. And uh, I don't know if he ever accomplished it or whatever, but um, it's sick. There's a whole there's a whole YouTube channel. These guys that go pro it and it's crazy to watch them go through the forest mm-hmm. in a creek in like one inch of water. <laughs> They're just, yeah hitting rocks and bouncing off and they're called mini jets uh mini jets in in uh new zealand they're crazy though yeah jet jet zealand is actually the name of the youtube channel jet zealand yeah so if you go on jet this episode is sponsored by jet zealand yeah you will see the craziest point of views of these guys going in these in these tiny little jets and i i want to say they're like 175 to 100 horsepower jet ski that are all souped up but you can buy these kits and get them sent to you, and you weld them together yourself and everything. But they are badass. And, like, there's boulders and stuff, and they just glance right, right off, off of them. Oh, yeah. right off the boulders, into the air, keep on getting it. But it's cool to watch them put it at the base of a mountain and mm-hmm. go up the mountain in a boat, <laughs> in a creek that's coming down the mountain. It's crazy to watch. But there's one day, one day I'll have some toys like that when I get old and, like, retire and don't want to do anything well, but ride my then, boat. Then you won't have the balls to fucking do that stuff. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the older I get, the scarier I'm getting. <laughs> Dude, it, it's no joke. Like, um, whitewater kayaking is really big out west. Yeah. And they, they, they just call it creaking, right? Right. And you, you go in these little bitty fucking creeks during runoff. Uh-huh. And, you know, like a normal class one 
over the summer turns into a class four, maybe a class five right. dur- during runoff. And I mean, people get fucking killed out there every goddamn year because it is dangerous shit. Yeah. And one year, my uh, my wreck instructor, he comes into class and he's a fucking wreck. I mean, just like, what is what the fuck is going on with, with Matt Chase, the instructor? Yeah. And then he like gets ready to start class and he freaking breaks down, starts crying. He's like, I was out on Beaver Creek, which is in North Idaho, Beaver Creek with my buddy, long time uh, kayaker. And these are like 50 year old fucking like uh army vets you know like, yeah, yeah yeah that have just stayed ripped their entire lives yeah yeah like I fucking gotcha. gq models <laughs> um <laughs> right and he said i was creaking with my little fucking kayak with i don't know what his name was jeremy or whatever and jeremy fucking got swallowed up and fucking drowned right in front of him wow um and then yeah you can't do nothing it's not like you can jump off and save them because the same thing's gonna happen no. to you no, and yeah. the water at that time is just, I mean, absolutely treacherous. And then my yep. buddy, my buddy, I mean, Beaver Creek was a great uh, great river or great creek to go fishing on. And then he's out there fishing in like August, September, and mm. way up on the fucking bank is this dude's paddle months later. So like runoff is oh May, my gosh. That's crazy. April, May, finds his fucking paddle and gives it to me, and I give it to my instructor. And whenever I hand it to him, I mean, he's just... Freaking broke down, loses it, sobbing. Damn. Then he had to take the paddle and give it to this guy's wife. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's water's scary, man. Like uh, he, my buddy Kevin hit me up this week. He's like, "Let's go, let's go hit the skis, man." I'm like, "Buddy, I went down the river two nights ago. I'm not going Mm -hmm. anywhere near that." (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "It's, it's just if you have motor. The, the biggest thing is I'm not." too concerned about drowning myself because i'm i can swim i know my way around the river you know i know currents and rapids and stuff get a hold of you no matter how big or strong you think you are but my biggest fear is if you have engine trouble and the current is strong Mm -hmm. your boat like it'll take you wherever it's just gonna you're gonna go and I've, i've seen it happen and you're just gonna go and go and go until you can like you know, lasso something on the side of the riverbank or something. <laughs> lasso. Literally, that's what you got to do. I've seen yeah. guys throw their anchors, like trying to throw their anchor onto the bank to just grab something. Mm-hmm. One time I went out, this was kind of a crazy story. It was stupid on my part, but we were itching, like ready to go fishing. It rained for like a week straight, waited like a week. And we went out and we're pulling in the boat ramp. We're like, oh man, the river's muddy. Ah, oh, screw it. Let's go fishing. Let's go see if we catch anything. Me and my wife, two of our friends, Put the boat in. Oh, water's perfect. We can drive anywhere. We get out there, and I'm like, the motor's like, oh, barely going. I'm like, damn, this is like struggling. Well, the current was so strong, mm-hmm. and it's, it, it, visibly, it didn't look very strong, but sure. it, it was strong. It was ripping. So we get out there, and I throw anchor to try and get in this fishing spot, and the anchor just wouldn't hold because the current Jeez. was that strong. So... We're sitting on the point of this little island. Here comes this jet boat around the corner. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Usually there's nobody out here on like a Wednesday afternoon yep. at 4 o'clock. Well, it was DNR. Okay. It was, it was fishing games. So they come up. Y'all got, you know, do your life jacket check, all that stuff. Yep, yep, everything's all good. And he just looks at me. And I've never <laughs> had any problems with DNR or anything. He goes, do you guys really need to be out here? And I was like. Read you loud and clear, sir. Headed back to the <laughs> <area. laughs> 
my buddy, he was like, man, what an asshole. I was like, nah, he wasn't an asshole. I said, Not really. He was just looking out for us. He knew that it was too dumb to be out here. Sure. You know? And we didn't, we honestly, we didn't have to be out there. So we got back to the ramp. And when I go to dock the boat on the ramp, which was a pretty aggressive slope to get onto the ramp, the ass end is just ripping Mm-hmm. And my buddy is hanging on to the front of the boat. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you better back this trailer down now so we can load this bitch up because, you know, I didn't think about it when we were putting in. It's like yeah. when you put in, you just shove off, fire the motor, shove off, and rip up the river. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're putting when you're taking the boat out, you know, it's a lot different story, you know. So, but yeah, he was he, he was a uh, thing. Looking back at it, I was like, you know what, that guy was right. We didn't have no fucking business being out. Well, did you guys catch any fish at all? We didn't catch a single fish. There I think we go. were out there for probably an hour. And, fucking uh, dummy. Yeah, we were like, yeah, this is enough. <laughs> but, but yeah, people have, uh, you know, speaking of that guy that died in the, you know, that was a whitewater rapid situation. They were kayaking. Um, mm-hmm. But we've had actual people go overboard because of that reason, what I'm talking about. Yeah. They don't, they don't know the river. Harry homeowner puts his new boat in and hits a rock. The boat... It doesn't take much for a boat to flip sideways at the wrong angle with the right current. And we've had people drowned here. Yeah. Like full grown men drown because they don't know the <laughs> river. They don't know what they're doing and they get trapped in a rock or what have you. So you just got to be careful with that shit. It's crazy. Oh, it's fucking, it's dangerous as hell. And whenever I was in the rec program, we had to take whitewater rafting as part of the curriculum, whitewater rafting right. one and two. So one is just kind of, one, you know, one spring you're just um, learning learning how the river fucking operates, and you go yeah. boating a lot. But there are like other higher level instructors in the boats yeah. with you. Where was this at, by the way? Spokane. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and we would whitewater raft on the Spokane River, and then uh, the second course was you're the, now you are the guide, and I'm not a whitewater fucking guy. Like I don't care about it. Yeah, it's dangerous. I can respect the water, but it's fucking yeah. like it's scary as shit. Does nothing for you. Does Don't nothing for me. I, I yeah. wanna I wanna fish it. I don't wanna fucking boat it. Right, right. So I'm and there are two major sets of rapids on the Spokane River. One's called right. um Bowl and Pitcher, and the other one is called the Devil's Toenail. And right. and so I'm lining up to, to shoot the devil's toenail. Uh-huh. And um I, I do everything fine and whatever, and it's it's scary as shit. But I make it yeah. through, and I and I'm telling my fucking neighbor this, and and this neighbor, you know how you have like the neighborhood boss, like that's this dude. I always called him drunk Ed. Wait, every, what? What do you mean <laughs> boss? I never had a neighborhood boss. What does that? Well, do you ever live in like the city or anything? No, I guess not. Like but a anyway. neighborhood fucking boss. Like, like now I'm not saying a mobster kind of guy, but just like yeah. the dude that owns a couple of rental places here. He's got, oh, there. no, I've never had anything like that. Anyway, so I'm telling him, like, yeah, I shot the fucking the toenail, um, you know, yesterday or whatever, scared the shit out of me. He goes, he gets real fucking dead serious. He's like, do you stay river right? And I was like, yeah, of course I did. That's the fucking line. Don't go fucking river left. Don't you fucking dare go river left. There's a big old pour over there. Oh, uh, yeah. Over, a pour over goes over a rock uh-huh. and it has this big fucking like washing yep. machine cycle that you can't yep. get out of. And I was like, yeah, I, I know the pour, pour over. I'm very familiar with it. That's kind of like the site that you fucking stay river right of. And uh, he's like, my dad died there. And I go, oh, what the wow. Fuck? I go, are you serious? He was like, yeah, he was fishing, got caught up in it. 
turned his boat over, and they found him down at the dam. The dam is like 50 miles down the fucking river. Yeah. So, like, it, I mean, it's scary shit. It's dangerous. It's fucking dangerous. Yeah. And speaking of fucking toenails, do I have a doozy of a story? How does it relate? How does it relate to the devil's toenail? Dude, I have devil's toenails right fucking now. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking gross. I know. The grinder. Do you want to hear it? This episode brought to you by Red Label Abrasives. <laughs> For clipping all of your devil's toenails. Shop RedLabelAbrasives.com Use code AxeandIron20 at checkout. Actually, I think that is a code. I think it is. I think it's AxeandIron20 or AxeandIron10. Something. We'll make it 20. We'll get in touch yeah, with yeah, Red We'll Label. do it. We'll, we'll make it happen. Go to Red Label Abrasives. Type in your code AxeandIron20 for your one-time discount. There you go. All right, so here's the toenail story. Here. So Brandon and I are going to Montana last year, right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. And we fucking, we get from his place up in northern Wisconsin. It's a two, it's a two-day drive to the trailhead. Uh-huh. Day one, we stop right at the border of, like, North Dakota and Montana. This little place called Glendive. And we get there kind of late, and we're fucking starving. So all the restaurants and shit are closed. We don't want fast food. So we just – and we needed to pick up a few extra groceries anyway. Mm-hmm. So we go across town, and we go to, like, the fucking Piggly Wiggly or whatever the fuck it was out there. And we're, like, walking around, picking up some supplies, and we walk past the fucking deli counter. And it, it's, like – Eight or nine o'clock or or what at ten o'clock? I don't fucking know what time it was. It was late. And you know, like the dudes that work the fucking deli counter, where they have like the roasted chicken and fucking pizza slices. Like they're dirt bags, right? They're stoners all uh-huh. fucking day long. So we're looking at the board. We can get like a three piece chicken and fucking like potato wedge thing for like four bucks each. Like four bucks a piece. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. So $8, we get three pieces of chicken, or we could yeah. spend like $9 and get five pounds of chicken. Five and it's a, pounds? Yes. And it's like at the end of the day, and the stoner dudes are like, man, we'll hook you up. And we're like, we just need a couple of like chicken. Yeah, because they want to so. get rid of all the chicken. Yeah, just exactly. throw it away anyway. So they're like cramming it in and like yeah. the lid's all bulging out. So uh-huh. we're like Brandon and I are high-fiving each other. All right. Jackpot. So we go back to the hotel room and we eat like three chicken strips and three potato wedges. And then we had this whole bucket of chicken. So we just put it in the fridge. Next day, the next day we get in the car, eat a couple things on the way, a couple chicken strips. Uh-huh. And we get to the fucking trailhead. Okay. A bucket of chicken at a trailhead is like, you might as well have a fucking, a bar of gold from oh, really? fucking Fort Knox. So the whole way we're going there, we're like, we've got this bucket of fucking chicken and a bucket of potatoes. How in the fuck are we going to get rid of there? There better be a, like a bear fucking canister there. Cause we yeah. can't leave it in the car. We can't just throw it out because there's right, all sorts right, right. of campers and shit there. So we get there and we pull up and there's this, big fucking sprinter van okay that's Uh been converted this fucking dude from like massachusetts or something 
He opens it like we pull in. He must have smelled the chicken coming or something. He's he's like <laughs> the fucking back doors open. He right. fucking jumps out. He's like, "What's going on, boys?" And we're like, "Uh, we're getting ready to go on a twelve day backpacking trip. What's up?" He goes, "What's your trail name?" I go, "Trail name? I don't got a fucking trail name." And I go, "Brandon, what's Wait, your trail what? name?" He Does goes, he mean your, like your like your CB radio name? You should have a trail I, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, we need a fucking trail name. Oh, uh, they and call I, me Red Rider. This here's uh, uh <laughs> runs with bear. I don't know. <laughs> I go, Brandon, what's your fucking trail name? And he's like, huh? What? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I go, this fucking guy wants to know what our trail names are. And uh, I go, we ain't got fucking trail names. What's your trail name? They go, he goes, they call me Golden. And right. <laughs> Just golden. Uh, and we go, golden. Oh, okay, golden. What's your story? Well, I retired from whatever, and I, I and this is in Montana, Montana, middle of Montana. Okay, okay. So he's got. The, uh, I'm not exaggerating. It yep. must be like his whole fucking spread was over a hundred grand, right? Wow, full full Sprinter van. Yeah, that. With bunk beds, refrigerator. The only thing he didn't have Chris was a up. fucking... It's cursed up. It's cursed up in, in 20 years. Uh, in, <laughs> of course. So it's a very wealthy, very yeah. fit, thin, re- like recently retired dude. And his gotcha. fucking bucket list or whatever is to He's go hike. Golden. To go hike all these through hikes, okay? Okay. Through hikers are different than backpackers. A through hiker... They just want to cover miles as fast as they fucking can. So they're, they were hiking... The uh, the uh, Continental Divide Trail and the Continental okay. Divide Trail goes from like Mexico to fucking Canada. And yeah, they're like, and and they don't have to do it in order. They just want to yeah, walk yeah, the yeah. miles to be able to fucking go. So they don't carry big backpacks. They don't carry fucking tents. They're like they sleep in little like silly fucking tarps. Um, and they they just don't have a lot of stuff. So Brandon and I roll in with five like four pounds of fucking chicken and potatoes like out of the woodwork this fucking dude comes so he's like what you guys gonna do with all that chicken (laughs) (laughs) and we're like like yo you want this chicken like you can have all the chicken you want we'll give you the fucking chicken and as soon as we said that golden becomes our best friend right (laughs) he is like fucking chatty Kathy. He probably right? hasn't ate in like four days. <laughs> and he and he tells these silly little jokes like, how can you tell a, a backpacker from a through hiker? Yeah. And we're like, how? What? Just tell us. We don't fucking know. The dad well, joke shit. Exactly. Yeah. Like, a, a backpacker will see, some, see a piece of like granola on the ground and pick it up and eat it. The through hiker will do it and then look around for more because they don't carry fucking food. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just like, oh God! And and Brandon and I, like, our adrenaline is through the roof because we just been driving two days, and you we ready planned, to go? We had planned on just sleeping at the trailhead, but we made such good time. They're like, we're like, I think we can walk like three miles down to the fucking to the first trail junction. We can just camp there instead of staying at fucking staying next to Golden all fucking yeah night. yeah. Listen Hit to him camp. yak yak our fucking ears off. Right. So. Leading up to the trip, I go, Brandon, one of the things that you need to make sure that you do is trim your toenails. And he was like, okay, no big deal. I go, no, 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 no. It is a big deal. 
god. It's a big deal because you're walking up and down mountains. Your yeah. fucking feet swell, yep. and your toes get fucking hammered against the box of your fucking shoes, right? Yeah. I had a pair of toenail clippers in my pocket. I had a pair of toenail clippers in the console, and this fucking asshole, Golden, starts bending our fucking ears for an hour while we're like, we're prepping, we're getting, yeah. we got to change all clothes. All you want to do is cut your nails. All, well, I forget <laughs> all about it, okay? <clears throat> And I right. wanted to save it until the very last minute because we were going to be gone for 12 days. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. wanted to make sure they're as short as they fucking were, right? <laughs> Can't get any shorter. It's like a fucking haircut. You're like, you want it like yep. nice and like right at the right moment. Yep. We get to walking down the fucking trail. Maybe a mile. I don't fucking know. And I have this fucking moment of clarity. And I go, God damn it, Golden. You fucking distracted me so much, I forgot to clip my fucking toenails. And I get enraged. I am so fucking mad at Golden. I'm cussing him up one side and down the other. I'm blaming it all on him. It's my oh fucking my fault gosh. I didn't fucking remember. So, fast forward like three or four days. Uh-huh. I go, Brandon, my toenails are fucking hurting bad. And he goes... Uh, what you gonna do about it? And I go, I need to, I need to cut my toenails, and I've got these little bitty like fishing nippers. You know yeah, what yeah, nippers yeah. are? I know exactly what they are. Yeah, they're not big enough to be like fucking yep. clippers. They're, they're great they for cut, cutting fishing line. They're great for cutting fishing line, <laughs> yep. and not much more. Yep. So I go, I got a fucking plan. I'm gonna wait until my feet get fucking real hot and soggy, and fucking, Ugh. and just wait till my toenails get as pliable as they can. And I'm going to take those nippers and cut them as God, close as I can. so gross. You are a foul human being. <laughs> so listen, fuckface, that you doesn't work. You and your work. soggy devil's toenails. <laughs> so that doesn't work. Okay. And I'm like, and I'm fucking spooling. So I go, Brandon, these fucking nippers ain't, ain't doing it. I got to, I got to fucking, I got to do something. They ain't cutting up. it. <laughs> they ain't cutting it. Literally, they ain't cutting yeah. it. And I got, I got to do something different. I go, I'm going to have to fucking cut them off with the fucking with a knife and he goes you're gonna cut your toenails you're with a fucking maniac. bowie knife and i go dude you don't understand these toenails are gone they <laughs> they had started turning black like and they're both on the same on the same toes on both okay. fucking feet. they shouldn't like, be turning black they were <laughs> something I go, happened they're, in there they're dead they're like <laughs> i'm gonna lose these toenails and it's oh a fucking thing God. like if you do enough if you do enough hiking and backpacking you're okay. gonna lose toenails just oh my you, God. you are if they're not okay. properly fucking trimmed, you will yeah. lose toenails. Okay. And that was the message I'd been fucking hammering to him. And he cut his toenails, but I was waiting, and I didn't get to cut mine. So now oh, I got to cut them with a fucking knife. So, again, my feet fucking, I, I like soak them in water. All at the end of up. The, all soggied up. <laughs> That's so and I gross. Take, I take my left hand, and I like... Pull up my nail as far as I can. And it's like it's like grayish black at this point. We're like four days in. And I take that fucking Bowie knife and I start like filleting my toenails. That I pull is it so off. Fucking gross, dude. Well, it was scary too, because like you have a knife sharp enough to cut your fucking toenail. Like, what if you cut your, the tip of your toe? It's gonna be real fucking <sighs> yeah. miserable. Yeah, your toenails will be the least of your worries. So I get both of my nails cut as good as I fucking can. And I'm right. like, all right, 
I guess that'll fucking work. So the rest of the trip, the toenails just keep getting blacker and blacker and blacker. And it looks like my toes have been smashed by a fucking hammer, right? That's what they look like. Like, you know, those hammer toes, (laughs) you see the guys that are doing like fucking TikTok or Instagram clips and their fucking their thumbnails are just black and purple. That's what my fucking toenails look like. Okay, Okay. just two toenails, one on each fucking foot. So then we get back from the trip and I'm cussing fucking golden the whole goddamn time. I was like, golden fucking made me lose my fucking toenails because of that bucket of chicken, because of those fucking stoners. Like I yeah. just like the fucking links keep going on and I'm just <laughs> mad as fuck to everyone. Like fuck everyone for making me lose my goddamn toenails. Uh. So then around October, around maker camp, they fall off. Just boop, gone. Wait, your they, whole toenail? Just just flaked Bro, off. Bro, that Boop. is not human. That's what fucking happens. That's gross. You know what I, that reminds I me of? I know it's fucking Jeff gross. Goldblum in the fly when he was starting. To yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a fair that's a fair it's fucking so analogy. Gross. Like <sighs> there. So, but it's like one of those things where it's like a long term dry heave. Like you're getting ready to fucking throw up. Like you just feel nauseous and you're just like. Uh huh. God, if I could just throw up, I'd feel better. That was the same way with my fucking toenails. I was like, if these things would just fucking fall off, my life would be better. Because they were fuck. it was really painful up until they fell off. Right. So they fucking pop off around, around maker camp or whatever. That's so gross. And then it takes a little bit for them to start growing back in. And whenever they started to emerge, I was like, oh, fucking finally. God damn you, Golden, finally. <laughs> so this this is what happens they fucking grow like straight up they not fucking flat they go what? they start growing straight up perpendicular i know you don't know what that means Dude, you're my an fucking alien toe. you are an alien they grow straight up and then they take a hard fucking turn and grow straight back down into my fucking toes. Dude, this is making me nauseous. <laughs> hurry this, hurry this stupid story up. This is making me <laughs> nauseous. So I now have this huge fucking bump, and then they start to like they go into my fucking toes and kind of level off. <laughs> you are a disgusting person. It's not me, it's fucking golden. Oh my so, god. So then it comes time to start cutting my toenails. Mm-hmm. Well, at the very fucking end, I'm looking at my wife and I go, I think where it fucking still grew out, it fucking took another turn and it's like in the tip of my toes. <sighs> so right now, whenever I go to cut my fucking devil's toenails, I have to take... Like, you know that little fucking little pry thing on the Bro, fucking... Bro, come on! You gotta hook it in. So I gotta fucking hook oh my underneath my fucking toenail and in between my fucking, the soft tissue, and I gotta fucking dig it out and pull it up to fucking clip off my goddamn toenails. All because of those stoners and a bucket of chicken and Golden wanting a fucking free meal. You Thank are you, disgusting. Golden. It's not me. Yo, it's, it's you. It's not me. You are what? a disgusting, disgusting human being. I blame so. it all on Golden. Oh my god. 
So for all the listeners out there, if you go backpacking or hiking, make sure you cut those Don't fucking get piggies. The devil's toenails. Oh. <laughs> that was gross. I don't know how I'm gonna recover from that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to transition out of that. This weekend, from uh, starting tomorrow, Friday, the twentieth, twenty first, twenty second. Everybody knows where to go by now. If you don't, the Blackthorn Resort, upstate New York, East Durham. It's gonna be a shebanger this weekend. He said he sold like uh, 25 rooms, I think. So it's oh, going to cool. be a good show. Uh, and that doesn't count the people that are going to be stopping by for the day. Uh, if you have any questions, contact myself and or Roy and or Austin. Me? And, well, yeah, you know about the Blackthorn. You know where to go, how to get yeah. there and all that. Um, if I'm What's the weather ask, supposed to be like up there? 95 degrees on Saturday. So it's either sweltering Perfect or snowing. weather for blacksmithing. Let's go. Let's fire up the forges and sweat our asses off. I'm excited to see everybody. I got Lucas's content, I mean, uh, laid loaded up in the back of my truck. Um, (laughs) Fucking asshole. uh, Will Shear ordered a vice from me last October. Got that finally. He's ready to, I'm going to deliver it to him. I think he's coming back from the Caribbean tonight, right now, actually. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Can't wait to go up there and see all my friends, the community, the people, all the great people. And, uh, yeah, so Maker Camp, Blackthorn Resort, this weekend. Anything else, Roy? And, and it's just the... It's just a hammering, just a chill, no agenda. Come on no out, agenda. hang out. Yep, if you've never been before, come on out. doesn't cost a thing. Completely free, unless you want a room. Obviously, you got to pay for a room, mm-hmm. but everything is completely free. Everybody is welcome. Come on out. Literally no agenda. If you have something you've been wanting to work on or don't have access to a forge or you want questions on, questions answered... Come on out. Come hang out. It's going to be fun. Exciting so stuff. do you need to bring anything? As... You don't need to bring anything. You can bring your favorite hammer if you want to. If you have a favorite hammer, you can bring material if you want to bring material. But Forges, the area to do it, great people. Come on out. Blackform Resort, East Durham, New York. Do you have a project in mind that you want to work on? I finished up the pieces for the fire pit, and I'm going to oh, yeah. be assembling those. Mm-hmm. Austin forgot that I needed to put that fifth leg or fourth leg, I guess, in the center of that to support mm-hmm. the. And he's like, "Oh yeah, we got it filled up with logs already." And I'm oh, like, "Shit." Well, we're gonna be because I think we're gonna fire it off for the first time this weekend, but uh, we're gonna lift that up. I'm gonna weld that fourth leg on the center of it. I got those two big elements, like dragon twist things, that I'm gonna put on it. And um, yeah, that's that'll be a wrap on that thing, and then that's it. I think awesome. I don't have any, I don't have anything in particular. There's a couple of people that asked me if I'd help them with projects or questions that they have. I'm gonna do that. But other than that, I'm just going to hang out. Me and Stella are gonna go away, and uh, she's freaking out right now because my wife just pulled in the driveway. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah. Um, anything else? I guess we'll do one more episode before the shit sh- sh- blade show. And Probably. We'll tell another story about snot or poop or devil's toenails or something no, disgusting. No, I, I, I got a story that I've I've been thinking about. Oh, you've been hanging on to this one, huh? Well, it's not a great one. Oh, it's just and a this weekend one. is also going to be uh, – I'm going to finalize some details with um, somebody in particular that Roy and I are going to be working with, and that will be announced later. But other than that, I think that's it. That's it. Uh, I want to do a big shout-out to – Big shout-out. Matthew Harris. Matthew uh, Harris Studios. 
Yeah, because he did yeah. the uh, he did a story on the the original Dragon Twist. Oh yes, yes, and, I love that. He, yeah, still looks good. Fucking awesome. Yeah, and, actually, that isn't the original one. That's another one. Um, that I've never seen that one before. I love that one though. But yeah, it looked really cool. Yeah, shout out to you, Matthew Harris Studios. We love you and everything you do. Anything else, Roy? That's it. Wrap this bitch up. That's the wrap. The axe in iron. That's for you, Benny.